The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? in the background here uh switching browsers because i'm a little blurry and hot for some reason let's do this oh we're playing with lights and stuff it's friday what do you expect on a friday but crap uh it's gonna be a long friday actually friday it's a good day right you're done with work i'm sorry folks i'm i'm all messed up today is Friday, March 24th, 2023. Good to have you here. As always, the uh, blurriness in the stream seems to be fixed now. Anyway, can't use um, Chrome anymore on this particular machine, which is troubling. I don't know what went wrong there. I don't know what happened with Chrome, but I'm not happy about it. Friday. What's in the news? Well, there's a lot of shit to talk about, but not by me. <laughs> um, here in New York, I'm not not a big vegetarian, vegan guy. Uh, or I do love animals. I'm a big animal fan. Fan of animals. A calf escaped from a slaughterhouse in, in Brooklyn. About to get killed, turned into steaks and ribs and all that kind of stuff. But he got away. And um, after a couple of days on a lamb, on the lamb, a cow on a lamb, calf on a lamb, he found a new home, an adoptive home at a uh, animal rescue place in Jersey. Good news, I'm happy for the calf. Dangerous news if the other calves at the slaughterhouse find out about this because, listen, everybody will be on the run trying to get their way to freedom. And good for him not to be turned into steaks. Good good for our, our calf friend. I don't know if it's a he or she. I guess it's a, a cow, not a bull. Or a steer. Uh, but it was kind of too young to be killed for steaks anyway. But in Seoul, it seems to be kind of a... Like a Worldwide phenomena going on. Seoul, uh, Korea, South Korea, uh, zebra on the loose uh, from a zoo uh, running around the neighborhoods. It's not something you see every day. A zebra running around. Well, you don't see a cow running around you. And in Missouri, a bear is on the loose. Now, they found the bear, and they're sending him to Texas to a zoo that has a moat. Uh, the bottom line here is uh, animals are escaping, whether they're escaping from zoos or slaughterhouses. Um, seems to be a wild 
trend, a worldwide wild trend of animals saying, uh-uh, not me. I'm busting out of here. I don't know. I'm happy for the cow, the calf, steer, whatever it was. I'm happy for the bear, too, going to Texas. Yeah, Texas is better than Missouri. sucks. I'm sorry to our uh, Flickr friend out there from Kansas City, Missouri. But listen, the state sucks. It does. I've been there. Not a good state. Um, to escape to go to, oh, now this is another weird story, but it's not about animals. It's two dudes who escaped jail, went to a high, IHOP, International House of Pancakes, and got caught, got turned in by pancake eaters, breakfast eaters in Virginia. Imagine that, you, you bust out of jail. Well, they had money to go to IHOP, good for them. Uh, but your first thing is, let's get some pancakes. I would say, let's get the fuck out of the state. But that's just me. Uh, I'm, I'm reading from weird, odd news stuff. Now, BuzzFeed has a story about things that people said they would never do when they were a kid and ended up doing anyway. And it is the tamest clickbait I've ever seen. Like People said, I, I said I'd never get married, and I did. Or I said I'd never lose touch with my friends, and I did. It's like, uh, what does stupid kids say that they actually believe should be the title, the headline there? But a clickbait. Things people said they would never do, but did anyway. Bird watching. Bird watching is on the list. That's so tame, lame. It's just a shame. I'm a, I'm a rhyming lame-o. Anyway, what made Beethoven sick? DNA from his hair offers clue. We still have Beethoven's hair. Somebody's holding on to Beethoven's hair. News to me. Anyway, uh, nearly 200 years ago, after Ludwig, Ludwig von Beethoven, <laughs> you know, it got me laughing at myself because I don't know the difference between Beethoven and Mozart. Uh, Ludwig von Beethoven's death, uh, researchers pulled DNA from strands of his hair. What did they dig him up? Uh, searching for clues about health problems I think 200 years is a little late to be doing an autopsy or trying to find out what killed her. Gee, what what killed her? 200 years ago, who gives a shit? They weren't able to crack the case of the German composer's uh, deafness or severe stomach ailments, but they did find a genetic risk for liver disease. You think? What were they, they were doing? Uh, what is this stuff? Can't think of the name of it. Sounds like Asmith, <laughs> something like that. Uh, what is that drink? It's like alcohol, but a lot stronger, and it's like poison. Uh, get out of my face! I'm trying to read here. Uh, liver disease, damaging hepatitis B infection in the last months of his life. So that's what he died. For. But 
Yeah, I mean, you're digging a guy up to find out what killed him now, 200 years after he... Why? What difference does it make? And he was probably... Oh, I just lost what I was looking at. Um, he was probably a drunk. Most people were drunks. Most people were. I mean, they drank all day. I can't think. What is that? I'm like a, a very senile old man here. Absinthe. Absinthe. Is that what it's called? Probably spelling it wrong. No, maybe I'm spelling it right. Absinthe? No. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. If you can help me in the chat room there, let me know. This That weird shit you, they used to drink that was much worse than alcohol. Something with an A. Absinthe? absinthe I think it's something like that. I feel very dumb right now because uh, my uh, cognitive dissonance is showing. My cognitive impair is showing. My cognitive decline is showing. I'm sorry. It's Friday. I haven't had enough sleep. And it's going to be a very long day. Let me tell you about my day. I got to take care of a bunch of crybaby wannabe podcast stars who are um, uncertain about making decisions about launching podcasts and stuff that doesn't really matter. Listen, you're not going to be. Yeah, ab absent. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Uh, that's what I was. I was thought it was called, but for some reason, uh, I don't know. I was I was losing it, and I thought it had a Y in it, but absent. Okay, uh, so that's probably what what Beethoven was drinking. I would think a lot of people were drinking that shit in Europe in those days. Um, where was it? My day today. So I have to deal with these prima donna podcasters who are dragging their feet about. What to how, launch dates and frequency of launch and launch times? Thinking any of that shit matters. The the thing is to get it out there, to start, to get it rolling, and then trial by error, and you and you adjust, and you see what's working and what's not working. But if you take forever making these decisions, thinking or expecting. But the first time you, this is news for, for a lot of podcasters out there, podcasts or wannabes. First of all, we don't need any more podcasts. We have it. We have the only podcast you're ever going to need, this one. This one and maybe Joe Rogan. Maybe. Not, not necessarily. But that's all you really need. No. But there are plenty of them. But, okay, so we don't need one, but you're going to do one anyway. The thing you ought to know is nobody's going to listen. Your first episode you put out there, you'll be lucky if you get 100 listeners. 100. You'll be really lucky on your first one. But you'll see what works and what doesn't work, and you make adjustments from there. You don't plan on, I don't know, podcasting is not as, and I know a lot of people obsessed with pl planning it. Oh, I got to book my, and record it and pre-edit and edit out all the ums and ahs and get anal retentive about shit that nobody cares about. This is not radio as much as I 
we are on Live 365 Radio and iHeartRadio. But this is not radio. This is podcasting. And the rules are different here. It's not television, although we're on MindDog TV and Roku and YouTube and every other friggin' video streaming platform. We're on Kick now. Hello to Kick people. Are we still on Govs, by the way? I, I got to figure this out, whether we're still on Govs or not. I don't know if we are. I know they were having problems with our feed. Never heard back from them. I don't see Govs even still in my overlays thing. Either Carl removed it or I removed it. I don't know why I would remove it, but it's gone. So, uh, Governor's Podcast. We don't have a guest, by the way, if you haven't figured it out yet. I have no guests for today. I was telling you about my day. So, I'm going to deal with the podcasters this morning. And then I have a couple of social media people who need help. Uh, A tribute band that needs help with their website. Then... I have to go to an episode of Tasting New York and direct a shoot at a restaurant this afternoon. Then I have to get to an early gig um, in a restaurant that I've played too many times in the last month. And it's gone, well, look at Billy Bouquet. What's with the bouquet? Oh, uh, I think I put that on there when I was on somebody. I, I was on another podcast. And they wanted to talk about me robbing a flower shop, so I put Billy Bouquet on there. Oh, was that Carl's thing, or were you on like some? Yeah, you know Lowry? what it was. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, I was on. Uh, I was on the last rides with Carl. That's what it was. Because it seemed to me maybe you were on like some secret flowery so uh, flower association thing that you're. I don't know. Maybe secretly uh, a fan of uh, daffodils or something. I don't know. I right. I do. Know. I do like to tiptoe through the tulips. Uh Um. So I was telling people about my day. So I got a long day. It's one of the longest days. It's like not the longest day, not like D-Day, but it's a long day. And I'm too old for long days. I should be just <laughs> I should just be laying down sleeping. That's what I want to do. Right. You excited about your gig tonight? I'm super excited. I'm I'm also I'm almost equally excited for the drive to Fargo because uh me and Preston are driving up to Fargo uh together today. Um, and so that'll be a lot of fun also. Um, wow. that's to me, I love traveling with another comedian because it's just, it's ridiculousness the whole way. Usually, I know that's what, uh, JT said. I would like that too. Anytime I was ever on the road, uh, it was usually by myself, even though I was in a band and the band was going to different, we were coming from different places in the country to get to gigs. Right. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the buddy traveling, you know, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid type of thing, which I thought I, I would think that would be cool. That's what makes it fun. My yeah. friends just got a bus, a tour bus, and that's something I wanted to do my whole life is right. be in a tour bus. I never had the tour bus experience. That yeah. would be fun. Well, uh, maybe, maybe because the band I almost did it with was a 13th. 13 piece band. I think we would have killed each other if we would have. <laughs> I bought the bus and then the band fell apart. But, oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, you, what time are you driving up there? I I think we're going to leave. He said we're going to leave at like one. So, uh, yeah. Um, and, and then you're going to, and the gig starts at what, like eight? 
Uh, I think the doors. Um, I think the doors are probably at six, and the shows at seven. I'd have to look on the. I'd have to look on the thing. I'm not even sure, to be honest. I just you know, show up when they, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I would be a little bit nervous if this is what I would. I was just talking about podcasters who fucking become anal retentive with a gig, especially a gig I haven't played. Uh, I would want to get and and it's in the city four hours away, three and a half hours away, I'd want to get there early and just relax and chill and, and no, you know, get my bearings on the, on the town before, before I have to go to the gig. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why we're leaving as early as we are. It's, and I mean, it's only like a four or five hour trip. So I think we're probably going, checking in the hotel and then going to the venue. Right. Uh, Jeremy uh, Peterson, Doc Peterson. One of my comedians told a story on stage last night about how we all got pulled over. Road stories are great. Now, I have had that experience with the cult. When I worked for the cult, uh, my, I hired my friend Frank to come with me as a uh, assistant on the road because I would be doing audio video work for the cult. And I would drive a van all over the country. Sometimes we'd go uh, international. But so we've had that experience. And I, I think I told the story about getting pulled over in Kansas uh, doing 90 in a 50 with Frank was smoking weed like unbelievable. Like the entire van was fucking filled with pot smoke. And I would drive it and a cop well, comes over to my window and I'm like, uh, what do I do? I'm like, eat the weed. Uh, <laughs> and the, we rolled down, I rolled down the window and phew, guy gets hit with all the pot smoke you can imagine. And he told me, basically, you were doing 90. You were doing 40 miles an hour over over the speed limit. That can, uh, that can actually get you arrested and immediately uh, an immediate revocation of your license. Like, they'll take it right from you. He gave the me cat. a written warning. With out-of-state plates, he gave me a – it looked like a ticket, but it wasn't a ticket. You don't have to pay. It's just a written right. warning. Have a great day. After I mean, get, probably just wanted you to get out of the state. <laughs> probably we were on our way out of the state i, th I think i yeah. told him the story about where we were going anyway uh that same trip we now we're in a rider van full of electronic equipment and stuff <laughs> and the timothy mcveigh trial is just getting underway in oklahoma so, uh oh sure no, it was so in denver it was in denver so and we had to drive right past <laughs> right past the courthouse i didn't know we were driving right past the courthouse but the way we took we went right past the court courthouse and there were police stops in the whole way so we had like a uh you know a pretty much um a strip down uh basically right. they stop you and they uh check in see what's what it's about here comes a, a rider truck after timothy mcveigh just blew up the building in oklahoma city with the rider truck and they, they see me coming like this doesn't look too suspicious couple of guys in a rider truck and uh, again this is like 1995 94 no it's later than that 77 97 or something something like that anyway uh just reeking of weed and stuff so they took us out and they you know searched the van uh, you know packed we were there for hours while they looked through everything and then they just let us go but so I've had that experience of driving around buddy buddy in a van but there's never in show well, that kind of show business, the cult and show business. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you're doing. You don't even know how many minutes. You don't care how many minutes. You no, do. I'm doing. Uh, he said. Uh, he said to do like twenty to thirty tonight. So, uh, have you even? Uh, have you even checked out the club online or looked at? You know, is it a club 
or a theater or what is it? It's a club. It's Boston's Comedy Club in Fargo. Uh, they have three locations now. They have one in uh, Tech. And so the, the one that used to be in Sioux Falls is now in T, which is like a suburb of Sioux Falls. Um, and I, I know that that probably offends you that I use the word suburb <laughs> in reference kinda... to Sioux Falls. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, it kind of uh, did bring my antenna up. What do you mean suburb? How can they right, have a suburb? Right. But, I mean, in, in a technical sense, that's what it is. It's an outlying city to the major metropolis that, that, that South Dakota considers a major metropolis. Anyway, um, but uh, so there's a bosses in T now and there's a bosses in Fargo. And I believe there's a bosses in Rapid City, South Dakota, which I mean, they're super offensive. They put city right in their name. And uh, wow. Uh, unbelievable. Do you, you get a lot of natives? There is there is a, a, a larger native population here in South Dakota, for sure. The Sioux Nation is uh, pretty strong here. Do they come uh, out to comedy clubs? They oh, do. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, you know, I know I know some native cats. I always try and get uh, some people I know to come to the show, and I know plenty of native uh, folks. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get myself in trouble here because I sound like a bigot, like I'm generalizing. But in New Mexico, the, the native people I knew, they were fine with me or, or white people one-on-one, -on -one, but they did not like being around more than like groups of white people. And you could understand given the history, but they were really, you know, they one-on-one, -on -one, they were fine normal with you. But in if you had a group, that's when they became, you know, reverse racism, you know, racism against white people, like hating white people when they see them in a group. And not that it's not justified, but it was just weird. Like, we were fine as long as it was just me. If it was me and a couple of my buddies, all of a sudden you're the white guys, you know? It was very right. weird. So I wouldn't – that's why it's surprising to me that they would come out to a comedy club in a room full of white people. How about black people? Are there black people in, in the Dakotas? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, yeah, of course. Of course. Well, you, you know, say it's... no in Iowa. When you grew up, there were no black people, right? Well, we're okay, so to be fair – like the town I grew up in, there was no black people. But like, um, there was a sit, there was a town, like maybe about a um an hour or so from where I lived, named Storm Lake, Iowa, and for some reason, that had like quite a significant black population. So, like, um, it was just like, and if you go out east, like towards Des Moines and like Iowa City. And stuff like that, then uh, you're definitely going to run into more minorities. But, like, when you're talking about the rural areas of Iowa, it's all fucking white. Like, wow. every motherfucker is just a lily white motherfucker. Wow. Weird. Now, what about Hispanics? You, you know, the, are they um, So, the, and, and so this is going to sound messed up, but the, the first time I met somebody that was Hispanic, uh, my our town was building a new bean plant, and <laughs> and so there was like some major construction going on, and so like a bunch of there was a, temporarily a bunch of Mexicans came to town <laughs> and built the bean plant. 
Um, and I know that sounds racist as fuck, that's how, but that's exactly no, what happened. Yeah, you could make, you could just flip that around and say, you know, the, the meatball place opened up, and all of a sudden, all, <laughs> all Italians the Italians came. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> Yeah. It's, wow. it's so ridiculous. I actually, oh my God. So the the guy that was in charge of that build, he had a he had a daughter that was in my class because it was my sophomore year in high school. And he had a daughter that was in that class, and they were from Florida. And this was this was actually one of the craziest experiences of my adolescence. So me and this girl like hung out one night, and then uh I walked her home. Which, uh, and then she invited me to come inside and it's already, it was already late, but she invited me to come inside and I was already uh, a pretty, uh, highly sexual person at this time. So like, you know, her dad's there, he's sleeping, you know, but she invites me in and, you know, and we're doing our thing. We, we end up having sex and everything. And, and I'm, I'm there for a while and it's like three in the morning. And her dad's alarm starts going off. And so I like flip. I'm super freaking nervous. Like, oh, dude, I'm about to get caught in here by her dad. It's super bad, you know. And she's telling me, calm down. Don't be nervous. You know, like he's just getting up for work. Don't even worry about it. He won't come in here. And then like a couple minutes later, there's a couple raps on the door. And then he just opens it. And like he sees me. Like, right there. And, like, instead of, like, going into full throttle freak out, he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you had company. And he leaves the room. He shut the door and left the room. Wow. And I look at this girl like, what the hell just happened? She, she's like, no, he, he's cool. He doesn't care. Like, don't even worry about it. And wow. I'm just like, I'm in bed with his 15-year-old daughter. Ooh. I mean, I was also 15, so I mean, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, I'm sure he cares a little bit, you know what I mean? And But then he comes back to the door. He doesn't open it, but he comes back to the door, and he goes, hey, uh, I'm going to make some breakfast. Does your friend want any? And she looks at me. She's like, do you want some breakfast? And I'm like, are you being serious right now? And she's like, no, he'll make you breakfast. I had and I was breakfast. Like, he saw me <laughs> eating breakfast. <laughs> right, right. So I'm like, I'm like, fuck it, sure, why not? Let's get some <laughs> eggs while we're here. You know what I mean? And so uh, he hollers a couple minutes later. The breakfast is ready. We both like get dressed and come out. And I'm sitting at this table uh, of a trailer house, of course. And I'm just waiting for the gun to come out. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the only thing I'm expecting is that I'm not really gonna make it out of this house. Like I'm about to get shot by a father, right. and uh, and then he doesn't say anything. He eats his breakfast. He says his goodbyes and he leaves. And she looks right at me and she's like, "So do you want to smoke some of this weed?" I'm like, "What in the fuck world am I living in?" It like, sounds like, a, uh, sounds like a good situation. No, I, I, it was yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was fabulous. That's when it reminds me of a couple of incidents in my youth. First of all, in Clovis, New Mexico, I was 18 and the girl was 16. So I guess I was technically breaking the law. But I was, she, she asked me to come to dinner at her house. I had dinner with her family. And then she goes, would, would you want, want to come back and take a bath with me? And I look at her father and her mother and they like, like they didn't, weren't even phased by that. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
I'll go get in the bathtub with you. And, uh, <laughs> uh, that was one, but another one. This is, you know, I'm I'm not going to tell this when when Erica Rhodes is on the on the program, but the club that she's playing next week, the Brokerage, used to be not just a comedy club; it was more of a jazz club that sometimes had comedy there. And we uh, back in the day, my drummer had a Toyota truck, one of these small little Toyota pickup trucks that was, you know, it was a small like a mini pickup truck. And right. we were going there. We were going to check out a sax player who was playing there. And so we're going there. We're driving down the road, and there's this girl hitchhiking. And she's kind of hot looking. And I see her hitchhiking. I said, pull over. And now we're in this tiny little pickup truck. She's got to get in it. And I see as we pull over, she goes from being, like, excited to pissed off. Like, oh, dude's picking me up. Like, what do you expect? You're out there hitchhiking at night by yourself. Uh, you're looking kind of sexy. Dudes are going to pick you up. We pick her up. She gets in the middle, and she starts gyrating on on the seat like she want, she's horny and stuff. I'm like, wow, that's fucking weird. This girl, she's mad guys are picking her up. Now she's getting horny. We go, uh, she's, so where are you going? I don't care. I'm just looking for a pool table. Now, at that time, it wasn't long after the Jodie Foster movie about getting raped on a pool table had come out and she i don't care i'm just looking for a pool table we just kind of looked at each other like what what what's going on with this girl we go to the club we see the sax player he's great and then she goes we gotta find a place that has a pool table okay let's take this girl someplace that has a pool table she gets there and she's she's like rubbing herself on the pool table like getting off on the on the corner of the pool table like she can't and i'm like what the, what the fuck what? then she's sitting on the pool table and she's going like this at me so i went over and i, I started fucking with it and she goes get off okay <laughs> and she kept doing that all night long like dude like acting like she wanted to have sex and the minute somebody would approach her she would get angry and that went on for hours and hours we took her back to my friend's house we're doing blow with weed blow all this kind of stuff and she's is sitting there and she's doing that over and over again and he's doing it now he's coming on to her and she's like get off me and then finally like two o'clock in the morning comes and i'm like Girl, you are a case I've never seen before. There's a mental hospital down the road. You should check it out in the morning. Right. And I left. I come back at like 7 o'clock in the morning now. I got to pick up my drummer. We're going to the recording studio. I knock on the front door. No answer. I come in. I will just walk in. And his father, who is my age, he's like 65 at the, at, at the time. I walk in. His father's got the bedroom door open. And he's banging this girl hard. Like, fuck it. She's screaming. He's got her from behind. The old man. Like, she was was playing this game all night long with, with guys, 20-year-olds. And then right. she ends up in bed with a 65-year-old going fucking bananas. And I'm like, this old man is fucking. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Uh, one of the crazy, you know. And oh, yeah. Yeah, and That's... I don't know how she ever got home or so. But, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, those, those things happen. <laughs> they do. They yeah, do. Fam families uh, with young girls, I don't know. That one with you, with the, with the, you know, dad not really caring and offering your breakfast, he's either a really cool dude or a really fucked up dude. I don't know how you... I mean, uh, so, I don't know, I don't know what... It's really weird because, like, like we were in school together. Like, she was one of my classmates. But, like, um, and I remember hanging out with her, like, maybe three or four times before that incident happened. 
And uh, and I don't ever remember hanging out after that happened, though. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I also, I also, I think I ran away shortly thereafter. I'm pretty sure, also though. So that, and by the time I came back, I think they were gone because the plant was all built. What am I hearing in the background right now? You got cats? Oh, what, what's oh yeah, no, there, there is cats in here. Um, somewhere they're squealing or something. It Maybe. Sounds- Maybe. That yeah, they sound what? I was I I they sound like they were squealing or something like. Uh, no, I, I did. I and now Mike that you mentioned that, I did hear a meow a little bit ago. I don't know what the deal is, but uh, I was reading some of this weird news. Do you ever check out the weird news? I mean, I try to. I try and uh, take in a lot of stuff. Yeah. What uh, weird news are you looking at? Well, it's a- AP's weird news feed, and basically. Uh, there's a girl who, 29 year old woman, who went back to high school posing as a student because she was lonely. What? 29 uh, year old woman accused of uh, using false documents to enroll in New Jersey high school uh, as a student and attend some classes for over a four day period. Uh, she did so because she was lonely and longed to return to her days with friends in school, her lawyer said. <clears throat> I mean, wouldn't it wouldn't it be more appropriate to like audit some college classes or something? Yeah, like no, why she, would you enroll in high school again? Maybe, like, maybe, maybe she never went to college and doesn't. You know, she's not an academic. She's just, but right. she has, she has a fondness for her high school days. But twenty nine to be able to pass. First of right, all, that's somebody, what I'm like. Somebody didn't like, look at her and say, "Yeah, well, you look like a woman." Right, you look like you should be one of the teachers, or at least the teachers just found out. Let me, let me see if they talk about how she was caught. The Do woman, they have a picture of her? Uh, no, there's no picture of it. The woman pleaded uh, not guilty Monday to a charge of providing false government document. Oh, that's that's nothing. That's a fine. Her lawyer said she knows she, she made a mistake and has applied to enter a pre-trial intervention program that eventually could lead to a charge being dismissed. She's due back in court in May. The woman is a South Korean citizen which might uh, have something to do with why you know, in Jersey she was able to, you know, they look at oh, well, maybe she just looks older because she's uh, Asian. (laughs) Woman is a South Korean citizen who came to the United States by herself when she was 16 to attend private boarding school. The lawyer said she graduated from Rutgers University, so I was totally wrong about that in 2019. So, yeah, why didn't she go to Rutgers? Yeah, I mean, to me, to me, if if the reasoning, if the reasoning that you're saying you're doing it is that you were lonely and you just, you know, like, I can't imagine why you wouldn't just audit some college classes or something like that, and put yourself around age-appropriate people. To right. me, I think there's something going on below the surface. I think that that maybe she was trying to get herself in a situation where something else could happen. Without because, a doubt, if she would have done that at Rutgers, there would be no crime whatsoever here because right. everybody's over 18. Right. You know. So, I mean, I would really question the intent at that point. You know she what wanted, I mean? Because you got to read between the lines and see that shit. She wanted to fuck boys, definitely, or girls, children. She wanted the teenagers, right? Uh, she wanted someone who was more impressionable, right? 
African land snails found in luggage at Michigan Airport. That's six, that, that's a customs problem. Yeah, <laughs> six giant African land snails uh, have been found. Now we call them slugs. Land snails have been found in the uh, luggage of, of a traveler who flew from Michigan, uh, from to, to Michigan from the west country, uh, West African country of Ghana. The mollusks, which is shellfish the snails, yeah. <laughs> Why does this say mollusk? Uh, which can carry diseases that affect humans were discovered and seized March 9th. Oh, so this was part of some kind of uh, cyber bioterror plot. I'm going to get people sick. I'm going to bring back these snails to spread disease. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, they were caught at Detroit Metrop- Metropolitan, Metropolitan Airport in uh, Romulus. U.S. Customers, Customs and Border Protection protection set on Friday. The man transporting the snails is a resident of Ghana and said they were to be eaten. I mean... Giant snails? Uh, I mean, some people like that sort of cuisine. You know, you can get snails here. They sell them. Not not gigantic ones, not giant ones, but... I I don't know. It's weird. People are weird, man. Uh, but yeah, the the girl in, in she should have went to college. I I should go to college. I should go audit some classes just to be around college girls. What do you think? Think I mean, <laughs> think I could pass? Uh, as no. a college student, I yeah. mean, maybe. I mean, there's all sorts of college yeah, you, people going back to school. But again, that's why I say like it would have been far more appropriate. For her to go to some university somewhere and like getting your way. That's why I really, really question. Oh, what happened to Willie? He bopped out. We really, really yeah, questioned it. We're back. See, that's what happens when you really, really question shit. Yeah. Yeah. They try and shut you down right away. They do. Uh, but we my, all, we both know that you should question everything. My babysitter, my baby, who babysat me. Got her master's degree yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. And she's 76, 77 years old. See, <laughs> like, I get it. You know, I would want to go back to school too, but not for the degree. I mean, and not well, it's for, a, not an accomplishment for, for sure. What? Yeah, it's, it's an account- accomplishment. Yeah, no, yeah. I want to go back to learn stuff, but like, what are you going to do with that? You're not going to apply for you're, you're way <laughs> 12 years past. Uh, re- retirement age. You're not going right. to use that degree for a career. Like I don't really care about the degree at that. But point. it may I, not be. It may not be about a career. It may be about personal achievement. That like I I saw this through and that's, went that's all the way to my her, That's what she said in her social media post yesterday. But I was like, you know, I just keep going. Like I just keep going to school until I die. If I had. If I had somebody paying for college for me, I would do it. That's why right. when they t- talk about free tuition and they talk about all these kids taking advantage of it, the people who would be taking advantage of free tuition are the boomers, are they, gr- grandparents, yeah, the older people, me. Sure. Yeah, I would be back in a minute. I'd be back in school yeah. tomorrow if, if we were free tuition. I mean, Lord knows I could definitely benefit from some, like, marketing classes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And Maybe yeah. uh, learning more about technology, that would certainly help me, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think is the most uh, popular dog breed in America? 
dog breed. I don't know, probably a Labrador. I would have thought Golden Retrievers only because probably because social media has targeted me as somebody who loves Golden Retrievers and I see videos all day long of Golden Retrievers. It's the, I'm going to uh, say a Labrador or a Beagle. How about French Bulldog? <laughs> really? Oh, that I love French Bulldogs. Was, yeah. I have a friend that uh, breeds Bulldogs. French Bulldogs? Uh, I no, he does. He does like exotic. Um, he he kind of focuses on exotic, um, and I think they're mainly like American or whatever. I have a friend who lives near Grants, not in Grants, but near Grants, who breeds dogs. But they're like they're like pit bulls, but they're smaller, small pit bulls. Uh, I forget what they're called. Not Jack Russell. Jack Russells are. are a small dogs, right? Yeah, terriers. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like that, though. It's about the size of a Jack Russell terrier, but it's a pit bull. And it, they're supposedly, like, really strong, like, incredibly strong. He said the strength of these dogs is unbelievable. Sent me pictures a while back, but I won't be able to find them. But, um, yeah, so I'm surprised by that French bulldog. I don't, I've never known anybody who's had a French bulldog. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's the kind of dog that Bunny XO has. That's Jelly Roll's wife. Pretty sure she has a French bulldog. Adorable in some eyes, deplorable in others. Why would people not would not like them? Uh, the study, uh, the sturdy, push, push-faced, perky-eared, world-weary-looking, and distinctively droll French bulldog became the nation's prevalent purebred dog last year. Huh. Huh. You know, yeah. that's an interesting thing because uh, Bunny XO is actually the, I think she's like the number two rated podcast right now. I wonder if that has any influence on that. Who? Uh, Bunny XO, uh, she's got a the Dumb Blonde podcast. Oh. Um, um, it's Jelly Roll's wife. She used to be a sex worker, but now she just does podcasts and stuff like that. Number two podcast. Now, I, I don't know about these charts. I don't trust them. I hear everybody always talking about how Rogan's number one. Turns out, if you do your research through uh, different or different organizations that chart these things, Rogan is down below the 100th in the world in, in podcasting. Really? The num- yeah. The number one is uh, a true crime podcast, and that doesn't surprise mm. me. People love that stuff. But, oh, yeah. They gobble it up. Uh my wife sure does. She loves all that, like true detective stuff and all that kind of, all that, all any of them shows. She'll sit and watch. Top podcast, top top ten podcast. Let's see. Um, I think yeah, Rogan I, was one hundred twenty twenty five. Wow. Yeah. What what list is that? I wonder if it might have been just on one particular platform. That may have been. It was it was one of the ones that you know one of the, the people one of the ones that tracks that for the podcasting industry like podcast uh, it, it was the top one one of the industry ones. I'm not finding any of these stuff now. Uh, top ten podcasts of 22. I want to see the top one hundred. Top one hundred U.S. podcast charts from Apple. This comes from Apple. Now, uh, top one is the Deck Investigates is a, a true crime. The Deck. Investigate. Uh, The Girl in the Blue Mustang is number two. Uh, The Daily, it's uh, uh, 
I guess that's a news one. Crime Junkie. All these won the uh, crime, like, first four or so. Herberman Lab is number five. I don't know what that means. Dateline and N- MSNBC or Dateline NBC. Uh, the Coldest Case in Laramie. Top ten. Morbid. Smartless. Up first. Then Ben Shapiro is 11. Smartless. Uh, isn't that? Those are comics, isn't it? I think isn't Martin, that three comics? Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, yeah, and Will Arnett. The guys that, were, that's a uh, great podcast. I've listened to was, a couple episodes. They were on um they had a, a, a sitcom, like normal people, regular people, something like that a while ago. Okay. I love Jason Bateman. He's actually one of my favorite actors. I've loved that dude since the eighties. Uh, he was pretty cool. You know, back when he first he was on the Sandy Duncan show. As like a Michael J. Fox wise guy kid when he was right. like seven, sixteen, <laughs> seventy, and that, he was like a Michael J. Fox clone at that time. He was just like, oh the, sure, yeah. Um, Do you remember the movie Teen Wolf Two? Teen Wolf Two, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, god, Michael like, J. Fox was in Teen Wolf One, right? And Jason, yeah, Bateman Michael was, J. Fox was in the first one, and yeah. Jason Bateman was in the second one. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, he's definitely eclipsed. Michael J. Fox career-wise now. Uh, Two Bears uh, is 16. That's the first, uh, that's the that's second comedy one on the list. That's number 16, Two Bears. Um, so, and they're way above Rogan. Rogan's still not, I'm up to 20. Rogan's still not mentioned. Ramsey, blah, blah, blah. Wow, uh, that's surprising. I wonder how long, I wonder how long that's been true. I wonder true. how long he's been slipping. Forever. He long before that. <laughs> Long before he got the pod, uh, the, the the Spotify deal, because people Conan is number thirty-seven. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Dan Beningo from Fox News is number thirty-eight. Michelle Obama's Light Pad podcast is uh, thirty-nine. The problem with John Stewart is forty. I'm not going to read all these, but I'm just some of these are interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm up to fifty. Still no Rogan. See, and that's why Rogan is popular around the world. Uh, Joe Rogan here. Joe Rogan comes up at 55 today. Okay. Jordan Peterson is at 54. Really? How about, how about <laughs> that? How about that? Because Peterson kind of ties his his success right. to, to Rogan. You know, Rogan putting him on display and people mm-hmm. finding out about through Rogan. And now he's, he's hot, one higher than Rogan on the chart. This is Apple. I trust Apple as far as giving me the, the lowdown of who's really doing well. with. But here's the thing. If I go to Spotify, probably Rogan will be number one on Spotify, right? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Cause, yeah, because they, they're not paying $110 million for a guy who's coming in 55 <laughs> <laughs> on their platform. Yeah, probably. That's yeah. true. That's true. So these are probably platform-specific numbers, I'm thinking. Dana, right. Car- Dana Carvey's at 64. A lot of them are crime. Man, so many of them are crime. So here's my um, my advice to anybody getting into podcasting. Do a true crime podcast. Because those right. are top 100. I mean, we could do some true crime content probably. I mean, uh, I was in prison. I know a lot of criminals. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I've, I've had several guests on and done their true crime podcasts. And those episodes haven't done well for me, but 
well, you know, well, I'm not a specific true crimer. Right. I, there was a day when I was, I was totally into that stuff. The one case I'm really, I want to, and it's, it's surprising to me that more, the guests that I have on didn't know about this. I had to go relive the whole thing a couple of times about the Long Island serial killer stuff. To me, that's one of the most intriguing true crime, unsolved true crime cases ever. And a lot of people, if you're not here, you don't know about it. You know about it, right? The Long Island serial killer. Yeah, but I think I've only heard you mention it. Like, I only yeah. know about it because I heard you mention That's it. So fucking you know weird. Because it's got so much. It's got prostitutes. It's, right. It's got uh, the, the number one, the main suspect was the chief of police backed up by the DA and the assistant DA, who all three of them went to prison for related charges to the serial murders, but not charged with being the, the serial killer. Wow. So you would think people would know about that one, but no, I guess not. Anyway, I wasn't even going to do a show today oh. because I had well, I'm glad I, pop- I wanted to pop on because, you know, uh, I think I was only on uh, once this week and you yell at me when I'm only on once a week. I noticed that. I don't like I, I last week I wasn't on until Thursday. I know. I and said, you were like you, you were like, What the hell? Where you where, been? Where you, where you been? Yeah. No, that's that's not yelling. No. No, I'm I'm just joshing you. I'm just I know, I know. uh law, lawmaker arrested for obstructing snowplow. <sighs> people people just got too much uh I think I read the one about the cocaine cat a couple of days ago. Cocaine yeah. cat. Anyway, so yeah, you have a good gig tonight. Um, yeah, we'll now, be in Fargo. Uh, you're not going to get in any trouble, right? You're not going to drink too much. You're not going to smoke. No, I don't. I, I don't drink during shows. Like if I'm at a, if I'm doing. No, I mean shows, after I the show. Yeah, but I don't. I mean anymore. Like I just, uh, I made a decision a while back, a few months ago, um, that I, I really, I really don't have a desire to get like drunk anymore like i might have one or two socially um but i really i really don't want to get drunk again for one i don't like the way it feels um and i don't like the way that i can tend to behave once i get a few too many in me um you know, i just don't conduct myself in the manner that that i would like to so i just i'm not gonna this is not something i and and i don't crave it i don't need it so it's just it's easier to just not include it in my life. You know what I mean? I'm playing with a new toy here. Okay. Which uh, one is that? It's a layout toy. Oh, here it is. It's my layout toy. Here, look at this. You can, they, they added this thing where you can do custom layouts. So I did it all, okay. on top and bottom instead of left and right here. Right. And now, could you put a video over there if you want? Yeah, you could, yes, you could. There's a media slot. You can put up to one media item media slot. Oh, so wait. Oh, that's not a, <laughs> not editing the same one. Main layer. Oh, I could do this, right? No, that's all wrong. <laughs> that's all wrong. Custom layout. Nope. I'll play with it another time. I'll I'll be playing with it all day. That's what I do. Right. Sit around and play with it. That's that's, that's what I like to do. That's yeah. how I like to spend my days. Uh next week I'm thinking about taking a week off next week. Uh, next week I have a lot of comedy shows to go to. Okay. Uh, um I don't know. I'm thinking of taking some time off. I just 
I'm getting burnt again. I feel like I'm getting burnt. You know, Mike Mike Hunt is uh, trending. My, Mike Hunt Mike or Hunt. Mike Hunt? Mike Hunt. Mike Hunt is trending because in Florida, <laughs> there was some legislator reading off. Uh, he had some petition of names of people who were supporting his bill. Uh, he was reading names and he's going, uh, some of the people in my jurisdiction, Anita Dick, uh, holding his cock. Uh, you know, and, and he, he, he's not noticing that, that all he's names not noticing that they're bogus ass names, and he's just reading them like off a piece of paper. And he's got such a serious face. Of, uh, people are saying, How come Mike Hunt didn't make the list? I, I fucking love that shit. The, to me, I know that, that that stuff is like so cheap, but that's the stuff that just makes me laugh so hard, dude. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm dumb. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I like that too. I had a friend, a bass player, whose name was Mike Hunt, and um, he left the stage to go pee or something. And this was before uh, what was the movie? Uh, not Porky's or something like that. That that that's in that. And we're talking about somewhere in the seventies. Some bass player leaves the stage. Mike Hunt. And he's not coming back in time. And, and I'm playing keyboards. And the guitar player's looking at me. He's like, you should pick up the bass. And I'm, uh, I'm panicking. I don't want to, uh, because I don't know the songs he's going to play. So I start going over the microphone. Uh, would somebody please look for my cunt? And and the, guy, the guitar player lost his mind. He was like, his mother's in the crowd. I was like, she named him my cunt. <laughs> she didn't never say it real fast to see how it sounded. <laughs> I, I didn't name him Mike Hunt. He's that's his yeah. name. Uh, but he well, was uh, <laughs> when I was a telemarketer, uh, I used to tell people that my name was Robin Ublind a lot. There was a lot of us on the calling floor. They well, would use Robin Ublind as a name. Robin Ublind, yeah. Uh, my my uh, lawyer, do we cheat him and how? Um, but it's, so there, I put the post the other day because I got an email from a guy whose name was Jack J A C K M E H O F F. Jack me off. Jack me off. That's great. But That's I great. think it was real. That is, see, like, there's parents out there that are like that. There's super fucked up parents that will name their kids really fucked well, up that, shit. Like they'd that. have to name him John, and he'd purposely go with Jack just because. So right. he's, the, he's the culprit in that one, calling yeah. himself Jack. I, I also knew a guy who handed me his card one time. His name was Richard Zucker, but his card said Dick Zucker on it. Wow. Zucker. Yeah. Dick Zucker. Uh, well, let's let, um, end the show with this kind of a weird conversation here. Uh, parents are afraid of kids getting shot at school. Uh, yeah, I, I saw a new, um, I saw a video the other day of like a safe room that they built into the, like the corner of the room. Right, it was safe. actually really kick ass. Except it's like a bulletproof. Except for the ceiling tiles that you could climb, you can go. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, at least then they got you know what I mean. Like, like, mo okay. When you're speaking criminality, like a mo, especially like a situation like that, I think they're gonna go the easier path. You know what I mean? They're gonna try and find a room that hasn't got it set up yet, rather than spend ten minutes trying to climb over the top of it. You know what I mean? They're most of the time, I think, because 
uh, I think in a lot of those situations, you're not really, you know, having that uh, elongated forethought. You know what I mean? You're you're really more you're short firing. Like all your decisions are happening right now. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I'm trying to see the percentage wise here because the the, the thing is the story that is uh, on. The Trace, which is uh, independent journalism, which I think you can generally uh, put a lot more faith in this stuff. A, a Pew Research Center survey find that, found that uh, kids, and there was a number here. I think it's 63% more likely to be killed by firearms at home than in school. Kids I mean, getting shot at home. It, it's sad that we have that kind of statistic available. You know what I mean? God, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so this year, so far, 188 kids died at home. 88 kids died in school from a, wow. from a shooting at home. Like so, but I saw a video just the other day of like this, like. I'm saying this kid's like maybe three or four and it's got a handgun and he's just shaking it around like this. And then finally some adults turned around and saw that he had the fuck. And I'm just like, Oh my fucking God. Like how can people be that goddamn reckless with their fucking guns? Was it you loaded? Know? Do you know if it was loaded? I, I'm not sure if it was loaded, but I would assume it was by the way the parent the, or the adults reacted. They like, they were like, Oh shit. And like, went and, grabbed it from him but i was just like dude like i cannot believe that you know yeah yeah no. <coughs> um that's a whole you know you see these people who are and and it makes it really hard to to get a handle on gun violence when you have people training four-year-olds and three-year-olds in the use of, of Fire, firearms. Now, I understand. I understand the Second Amendment argument, but I don't think you ever, even. Let's say you were in a Waco situation. You don't want the kids involved. You don't want to say, "Oh, we taught Johnny how to use a gun." Now he's he's a, a soldier in our army. If if right. that's your real concern, you want to take on like authority figures, and that's your honest reason for being a gun nut right. you don't want your kids involved you want your kids to find a safe room you want your kids to get in the in the basement you don't want to say here we'll teach you how to use a gun so if there's a battle you can be involved right. I, I mean i just think common sense is you don't want children involved in gun battles <laughs> right yeah. no i i would agree with that i think that um you know you you can't look at your kid as you know, another, you know, yeah. another soldier or whatever, you know, like, I mean, dude, um, taking someone's life is, uh, in, in no matter what the situation is, it's something that's going to affect you forever. Is that really something you want to put on your 10 year old that no. they took? You know what I mean? You don't like, want to, like, you even don't even just want thinking. It, beyond that, I'm not even you know the long term effects of being you know, psychic psychic effects of being uh, involved in something that you're risking right. your kid as, as to get killed at that point. Sure. If he's in a gun battle, chances are no matter how good he is, there's somebody on the other side, an adult shooting back. 
generally. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's 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 crazy to me. So and you see a lot of these gun nuts. I call them gun nuts because they are they too carried away. They take Christmas photos with mom and dad and every kid right down to the youngest one holding, you know, uh, rifles, you know, automatic rifles and stuff. It's it's kind of uh, it's mind boggling to see that. So you can't even have a real conversation about what we do to solve the problem. Uh, clearly, thoughts and prayers don't work. They don't want any new legislation, nothing, not, you know, and you bring up uh, back. Oh, there's already background checks. Well, there's not thorough enough background checks in right. every state and all that kind of stuff. So you can't even have a, a good faith conversation when you have people who are just like bragging about how their kids are armed to the hilt. And my kid can can, you know, take out a sniper from a, a mile. Right. Away. Because there's no talk, like, yeah, you're right. There's no talking to people that are already. They just want to win. They just want to win right. the the the, the uh, debate or whatever. They're not really interested in solutions, yeah. and it, it really gets to me. It fucking drives me crazy that every time there is a school shooting or a mall shooting or a bar shooting or a church shooting, a synagogue shooting, that they just keep coming back with this thoughts and prayers. Like if you tell me thoughts and prayers one more fucking time, <laughs> right? Obviously, right. that's not going to ever work. Thoughts and yeah. prayers have never solved any problems as far as society goes. You know, may, maybe they'll help you find your keys. <laughs> that's about it. Right. What is that thing next to you? Is that a bong? The, no, it's some sort of. Um, it's like a. It's like a nightlight kind of that has fish in it. Uh, it used to be when they, because uh, I'm saying with my friend, and when they had their old house, this was actually the nightlight in their kids' room, but now it's down here in the basement. Ah, oh, you're a basement caller. Okay. I, I I do like to dwell in the basement. I I like the creepy crawlies. Huh. Um. So, will you be driving past the um on your way to Fargo tonight? Uh, will you be driving past that place that has the uh, dark matter reactor going on? There? No, that's on the western side of the state. That's in Leeds, South Dakota. So, yeah, that's the other. That's we're going to wow. be going north. Anything that's, weird happening? You know, it, it is kind of. Um, you know, I'm. Uh, I didn't even. I hadn't even been thinking about it. So now that you mentioned it, now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna be like. Yeah, you got to I would what, my my antenna would be up because you know yeah. there's shit going on there. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um really I just want to I think I should go to Leeds, South Dakota and see if there's any members of the cast from the Big Bang Theory because uh they were dark matter. How scientists. how far is it for, from where you are now? I'm oh, like, uh, I'd, I'd say it's probably a three or four hour uh, drive from to, here. To take a, a detour. But I would uh, when uh, you get back on Sunday <laughs> if you get back, I would I would tell Preston, let's go check this out. It'll just take a, a an hour or so, go drive through <laughs> and find out what's going on over there, and take a phone and do some interviews. Yo, I would imagine week. I would imagine it's probably a lot like Area Fifty One. I'll bet you you get within a certain distance of it, and they're probably telling you to go the fuck away. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You're probably right about that. Yeah, uh, but I do. I do have to hop off here because I got. I got it too. I got to go. I got to go work. I'm. I got a long day ahead of me, man. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm gonna tell people have, have great gigs this weekend, and uh, I shall see you Monday, sir. All right. 
Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. Um, I'm pulling you right, right there. Boom, he's gone. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say, I didn't even play the commercials again. I'm so, I'm so in trouble. Anyway, thanks for being here for this nonsense. I'm reading nonsense news. I don't have any guests scheduled for next week. I think Erica is going to be on Thursday or Friday. I don't really know with her. She's hot and cold. Well, women, hot and cold. Anyway, uh, if I do have any guests next week, that's it so far. I do have a lot of potential guests lined up. I'm just slowing. I'm being lazy and booking people and being like pretty selective too. So not sure what, what's going to happen next week, but I'll be here Monday. That's all you need to know. So stop by then. Thanks for being here today. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your issues with Andy day. And uh, I'll see you around. Bye for now.
me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.